Hey everybody, thank you so much for downloading the podcast today. Just a few key notes. Audio may not be that great because Big Heck and Sandman, we were remote. So audio might not be that great, but we did not want to waste this opportunity to bring you the podcast of your favorite two hosts. So enjoy. Looky here, looky here, we are back. Yes, sir. With the hectic hour, we are here, sir, Mr. Sandman. How's everything going? I'm Big Heck, and I'm here with Sandman. What's up, Big Heck? You know, it's the new day, new week, new topics, new shit to new talk city. about. New oh, yeah, city, that's man. right. I'm going to Texas right now. Uh, that's right. You took the show on the road, literally, huh? I- I'm literally doing a promo tour, man. What I'm talking about. So that's what apparently I'm doing. we got I the budget to get you out on the road, huh? That's exactly what we're doing, man. We got sponsors now, man. I stopped in Dallas, uh, shook hands, uh, kissed babies, and came down to Houston now. And uh, my next stop might be San Diego. I don't know. I heard you you might be going to San Diego, right? I'm heading there. Yeah, I'm heading there uh, this week, actually. You're going to be taking the hectic hour out to, uh, out on the road? You know it. I'll probably do the same, except I'm going to be, like, checking out the water sports, the beach, the sun, because out here this week, it's well, supposed to get hot. So I'm well, ready. got to be. Well, you got to be careful when you say water sports. What do you mean? Water Google that shit. Is shit. Google that shit. <laughs> and, 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 and report back to us next week. Oh, man. And let us know how you, you got, feel about you, that, okay? Leave it to you to find something wrong with water sports. Just saying that word. Hey, hey, hey I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I, I'm thinking. <laughs> You're speechless. Which I ain't surfing because, you know, I ain't never got on the surfboard. But <laughs> that that is true. You are right. from uh, Boston, Boston, yeah. right now. Boston, but yeah, Boston. but half of my half of me is still a Caribbean boy, so you know I still love me the water. I still love the beach, all of that stuff. So it's all good for me. So I'm gonna do something on the water. Maybe not surf, but I'm gonna get out there. See the what Caribbean we can do. man, the Caribbean. Talking about the Caribbean man. Uh, shout out to my boy Luis in Houston, man. I'm I'm spending some time with him. I uh, haven't seen him in a while, man. So it's been good spending time with him and uh, his wife out here, Crystal, in uh, Houston, Texas, brother. He's actually from the Caribbean as well. He's from the De- Dominican, though. Oh, Dominican Republic? Okay. Yeah, well, That's his neighbors. family is. His family neighbors. is. I got you. Yeah, his family is. He's he's from uh, New York City, man. Oh, look at that. He's from, he's from your neck of woods. All right. He's from your neck of the woods. Yeah, he's shout out to the fan, East though. Coasters. Yeah, well, shout out to moving out to Houston and holding it down. Houston, Texas, man. It, it, it's definitely an uh, interesting city, man, but we'll talk about that next week, man. Yeah, you got to talk about what you got a chance to get into and see what the people of Houston be like, you know what I mean? And I'm, I'm, I'm going to give a full report next week on Houston, Texas. Yeah, let us know how they've been living ever since the blackouts. Yeah, definitely. I'll tell you what, here in uh, Texas, the one thing is that everything's fucking open. Everything's Everything. open? Is everybody Everything's open, restaurant. Restaurants are 100%. You know what? What I was expecting is, because, you know, the way the news portrays it, I was expecting coming here and nobody wearing masks. Like, everybody saying, fuck it. Like, but people were wilding out surprise, out there. Exactly. That's what I, I was expecting Miami all over again, right? For those of you who don't know, Miami uh, was shut down a couple of weeks. Last week, actually, they were shut down because all the spring breakers right so the cops had to shut down miami beach and i was expecting that here like everybody just going buck wild because you know the governor lifted the mask mandate but that's That's not the case no that's not the case man no 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 people are actually respecting it 
Um, you know, you do have some, you know, person here and there that yo cats walking without a mask. I just walk the opposite direction when I see that. But you go to restaurants, they're respecting that people are wearing their mask. Um, restaurants, I mean, even though they're fully open 100%, unlike us back in Cali, where, you know, we only got like 25%. Yeah. They're fully like- open here, but they're, they're, they're trying to social distance people, even though they're fully open and everything. Well, and people are still outdoor. respecting it. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. sir. And people are actually respecting the wearing a mask. So everywhere you go, everybody's always wearing a mask. Except in the public street, you'll see people walking down the street without a mask. Oh, I imagine but that. other than that, other than that, it's it's pretty cool, man. So I guess people are actually ready to uh, get reopened. People are probably going back to the pre pre mask day, but still COVID days. You know, when we were when we were still hot in COVID, but yet people the mask mandate hadn't come out yet, but people were still trying to, you know, do the everything else that came with it. Just walk out without a mask, but then once you got inside a store, that's when you actually had to put something on. And, and I'm gonna tell you what, I don't feel actually actually I don't feel comfortable being out there without a mask. I guess I'm used to it now. I, it's that I, California I in you. Is. That's what it is. Definitely, brother. California's got us soft like that now, so we got no choice. Well, you know what? I did ask our listeners. We did ask our listeners this week on uh, on our Instagram account uh, because there was a report. Um, that uh, one of our affiliates, uh, the We Are Me Too, it's a social media site that they did a survey saying that people are willing to give up sex to travel. So the hectic hour went ahead and asked our fans if they were ready to give up sex versus travel. And you know what the results were, Sandman? I'm, I'm going to hear, I'm probably going to say people said, no, I'm not giving that up. Well, we know how you feel. <laughs> well, would, would... So you tell me it's the other way around? Yep. Over 70% of our fans said that they are willing to give up sex to travel. I, I was in awe. I was in I, shock. I don't know about that. Is there some bylines that they, are they, are they, wait, is it giving up sex? Are you talking about like for how long for like what? We, it, it, it really didn't state how long the set you were going to give up sex. It's just basically said. You're going to give up sex. People are willing to give up sex just to be able to travel. So the way I took that is I'm going to be having sex when I travel. So as long as if I'm going to travel next weekend, I'll give up sex for a week in order to have sex next weekend when I travel. But people are still willing to give up sex to travel, man. That I guess that's um, that's what so we're So you're really not giving it up, then. All you're doing is you taking it on the road. <laughs> yeah, make it a road trip, bro. <laughs> that's exactly what you just do. You just take it on the road because I can't imagine if that's the if that's the giveaway. Like, okay, you you get to travel, but we're not gonna tell you how long you need to give this up for. And there's really no rules behind it because as soon as, as soon as I say okay, I'll give it up, and then you're like, okay, good, go ahead and travel. What's the first thing that's gonna happen in the night or day, depending what your what your thing is? You fucking happen. You fucking. Exactly. I, you, I mean, but our fans said that they were willing to give up sex to go travel. That's all I'm saying, man. I, right. I, I don't know if they're lying to us or not or, you know, whatnot. But, you know, that's what our fans said. But you know what was the other uh, odd thing that I found? What's, what's that? That our audience was actually split because we also asked a question. Are you ready to go back to movie theaters? And it was split. It wasn't an even 50-50 split, but 50 three percent said that they're ready they, they said they're damn ready to go back and 47 percent said hell no nah, i'm not ready to go back that that's almost that that's as close as 50 50 you're gonna get 
I'm not gonna go um, back and anytime we had soon. A nice size margin where we we asked enough people, and it was almost fifty. So you're not ready to go back? I'm not ready to go back because what's the point? There's not a Marvel's movie coming out that I need to get out there to to sit my ass on. So you're not gonna go watch Black Widow? It's not coming out until July, so I can wait. It's actually coming out in is it July? I thought it was coming out in May. Oh, was it May or July? It, it's May. I believe it's May. I'll tell you what, if it's the next 30 days to 60 days, I'm not going anywhere to the movie theater. Because you know what? I've already got my Netflix. I already got my, yeah, I can just watch the movies from home. I got my Disney Plus. I got everything I need right now in the house. So for the next 60 days, I'm hunkering down here. Home's going to have to be the home theater. I'm not going to go sit in some movie theater. You know how it is, man. When things reopen it back up, people don't know how to act right. Because everyone's just trying to figure out what's the right way to get things work working and then there's bound to be some fuck-ups and you know these fuck-ups i'm not trying to be the one that ends up in that fuck-up i could wait 60 days for the movies although i'm a big movie fan man i have no problem returning back to the theaters when it when it opens up again because you know the kids that's another way for me to like live vicariously through them i'll go to a kid movie any day i go to a disney movie Still living my my youth through them from time to time, so I don't mind going to the movies. But my biggest thing for movies is it's got to be a major blockbuster for me to go watch a movie. I'm not watching some movie about, you know, the heart or some real life true story. No, that stuff I can wait till it gets on video. But blockbuster, that's what I go for. So you would risk it if it was a big movie like um, Endgame. If Endgame was coming out for the first time in the next two weeks, you would risk going to the movie theater. I may have to think about it, but like I said, I may have to put that 60-day rule down, though. I may have to put that 60-day rule. I don't know about that. Okay. Get okay. back to me in 60 you, days. <laughs> you know what? Right now, because they're still not open, they're about to reopen, they're still not open, and there's not a movie that I say I want to go watch, I'm going to say I'm not going to call it yet. Once they reopen and once a movie comes out that I say, damn, I want to go see that movie, then I'll make a decision if I'm going to go. Um, but you know what? Right now, I, I don't I don't need to make a decision, so I'm not going to make a decision. I'm just an asshole like that. All I'm saying is That's the studios are smart. Of, uh, the studios are smart because look what they're doing. They've been holding back on a lot of their major blockbusters that they wanted to release this year. They're pushing them back, like, wait until, like, summer. So if they're willing to wait, because, you know, with it's just been sitting on the shelves. There's a lot of movies that's just been sitting on the shelves. They're just not willing to put it out there because the money ain't out there yet. So 60 days, that's the rule for me. So uh, so in 60 days, so in 60 days, you're going to be ready to go back and we're going to hit the movie theaters. And ho- hopefully we'll get some good movies out on the real. I don't know if there's going to be some good ones this year, man. I think, they, I think the really good ones, they're going to probably, I think they're going to start showing up like about, October and then from that point on from that jump 2022 is when you're really going to get the good shit that's definitely so let's see so let's see what, what we got coming out in the movies man so what else what else you got going on man what you got going on this week uh I'm really looking forward to heading down to San Dizzy that's what I'm gonna call it I'm already in that mode I'm thinking getting myself some nice drinks by the beach getting myself some nice steak, having some nice seafood, getting some nice tacos, hit up Old Town. So all, these are all the things I plan on doing this week. But I do want to talk about something kind of serious that's actually been in the news. I don't know if you've watched it and you've seen it. Echo What's Park, going on? 
Echo Park, the, the homeless situation, and I call it a situation because there's what they're doing is they're cleaning out the park. So during the pandemic, tentmen around uh, Echo Park literally grew. We're talking about people without homes or homeless, as you like, uh, as most people refer them to. They literally took over Echo Park. So Echo Park, um, the city itself, just last week just moved everybody out because they, quote unquote, need to clean up the place. And by cleaning up the place, it's long overdue things that they've needed to do, meaning like maintenance here, maintenance there. So that was the excuse to kind of get everybody out of the park because it was really becoming like the the, the next Kid Row. That's what it was coming to. And for those of y'all who don't know what Skid Row is, it's actually a little place downtown Los Angeles where for about a few blocks or a little four block square miles, it's mostly where the homeless population lives in uh, Los Angeles. So it was starting to look something like that. So I did hear about that. Um, I heard that there was a lot of protests going on, right? To let our listeners know. So what ended up happening is they did want to clean up that area um protesters came out to defend the homeless right so they had a face-off with police and i believe some journalists also got arrested during uh this chaotic uh situation that yeah. was going on yeah but let me ask you this man what what side do you fall on do you fall on if you're if you live in that area if you you've bought your house your house is worth uh one point whatever million dollars and then you got this view on the outside and, and you thinking okay great about this house i got the park I can go out and actually stroll around and at night, just enjoy the view, walk around, you know, do it's hot now here in California, anywhere near water sort of, you know, makes it a little cooler. Do you, do you want that in your neighborhood? What do you fall on that? So look, I, again, everybody knows where I'm from. No need to repeat it. South central just repeated it. Um, where I grew up and I grew up a little bit more South, west in uh, where you currently live right now right mm-hmm. i grew up near the 110 freeway if you walk down the 110 freeway now go across every bridge between basically between king boulevard and manchester uh century almost every bridge or underpass has become uh an encampment right yeah um there's no way in the world um that I would allow my daughter to walk around there. I mean, it's just too dangerous because yes. um, you got a lot of people walk that live down there that just aren't stable. Now, where I stand on, so let me give everybody uh, uh, my belief on, on on the homeless issue here in Los Angeles, and I, I believe this for anywhere, any major city where you have a homeless problem. Um, I think people that are homeless either fit in one of three buckets. And of course, they might be more buckets within the buckets, but they fit in one of these three. You got homeless people that are out there because they're down and out on their luck, right? War beds that came back and have nowhere to go or for whatever reason, you know, somebody lost their job, they're down on their luck, they have nobody that they could look towards, right, for help. You got the people that have illnesses, whether it's mental illness, drug addictions, uh, physical illnesses or whatnot. So you got those people and then you got the people that want to be out there, that that want to be. Home. And I think in order to solve the problem, we got to figure out a way to solve that issue first. Now, where I stand on the Echo Park situation, here's my problem with that. 
Here's my problem with that. And listen to me, Sam, man. I'm listening to um, you, but I'm, I want to give you some stats real quick because you're not lying about yeah, go ahead. The, the, the first three. So it, it's something like this. About 30% of, of the homeless, it's usually people that's living with extremely low income, meaning they just can't afford any housing. So unfortunately, there's no way out for them. And that's how they end up on that. About 25%. That's the first bucket, right? That's the first bucket. About 25% of them have mental illness. And by that, that's the second that, bucket. That's the second bucket, <laughs> exactly. And then, and then, generally, about another twenty-five. It's more about alcohol abuse and drug abuse. So, <clears throat> with that, that's all about the substance issue. So, just to kind of give you some facts behind what you're you were saying, just so you can kind of see exactly what you, what you you've got it down pack exactly, and that's the percentage behind it there. But I wanted to kind of throw it out there for you. So, okay, yeah, no, so. Basically, everybody falls in that bucket, even though um, and I'll consider the drug users. So you got two types of drug users, the ones that need help and want help and the ones that don't want help. So they fall into two different. Right. The ones that don't want help just want to be out there. Leave me the fuck alone. Right. And the ones that do help fall into that illness category. Just just, just to clarify. But going back to the Echo Park situation and, and what I want our listeners to understand is, is you got two forces and I think you got more than two forces there playing there. You got the people from the neighborhood of Echo Park. Look, I, I know Echo Park. Echo Park's not my neighborhood. Um, but I spent a lot of time dating some girls in Echo Park. Hell, yeah, uh, I've driven I around there pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. My, my whole, I mean, from childhood to, to now, I still, Echo Park's still part of my city, right? Still part of Los Angeles. So the, the problem with Echo Park is this. Back in the days, it was low-income area, right? It was it was just as bad as South Central LA. Um, a few years ago, they decided to what's called re, uh, gentrification, right? They just decided to gentrify Echo Park. So you started having people with money start moving in. Property, property value started going up. So but as that was happening, happening, exactly, but as, as that's happening, the homeless population started going up. And you see the people that live in Echo Park now don't want to see that. And I get it because I don't want to see homelessness outside my door either. I don't either. So I don't think I anybody get. does. It's, I a, get. it's a sensitive yeah. issue. It's sensitive. But yeah. I mean, truthfully, so, I, I'm not I'm going to tell like it is 100 percent. I don't I don't really want that around. Yeah, but, no. And, and I totally get it. And I'm not arguing with you on that. Right. So the people from Echo Park, the ones that bought these homes and now they're worth millions of dollars, don't want the homelessness to be their problem. They want the park back to where it was, right? When I used to take my daughter to the park and walk around during the Lotus Festival, that's what they want to bring the park back to, but it's not there yet. So they put pressure on the city council, on the mayor to clean up the park. So now they come and clean up the park. Now you got these protesters that are coming to defend the homeless people saying you can't kick them out. So here's my problem with that. The people that are coming down to defend the homelessness um, some people do care, and I agree with them. It's not hard, you know. Not hey, to care. if you it, care, it's really yeah, no, you do care. care. Yeah. But then there's some that are fighting that because they don't want the homeless population to move to Silver Lake <laughs> or down to West Hollywood. So, hey, no, leave them here, right? But then the other situation is this, right? Where do they go? Where where do they go, right? If you don't want them in, in Silver Lake, you don't want them in West Hollywood, you don't want them in Hollywood. Where do they go? Do they go to MacArthur Park? MacArthur Park, man, it's already oversaturated with homeless people and low-income people. 
Exactly. I mean, I, I'll be honest too. I, I I love LA, but I would not go down. You know, when people come and visit me from out of town, and I give them a tour of LA. I'll pass by my car to park, but there ain't no way in the world I'm getting off down there. It's really tough when you see that stuff all out in the streets. See, here's the thing with that too. Even though California is is one of the top uh, five homeless states, I mean, you're talking New York and uh, Washington D.C. Washington D.C. is actually the most <laughs> homelessness uh state well district i should say to be exact i mean i i would have thought it would have been like maybe places that are a little bit warm but washington dc and new york comes in as one and two but the problem with california we're starting to to, to creep up there a little bit and i can see why i mean yeah. all of this placement that's been happening it's kind of like it's all coming out to out to the light with everything that's happened over the last decade here in California with all these regen I mean gentrification, the city itself is starting to have a whole new facelift. And with that, you have your homeless and you, you there's really nothing you can do about it. What what do you put them? Where, where you can't but that's a problem. You're trying to clean up Echo Park, but you've got no solution for it. You're just telling them to leave. You're 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 tearing down their encampment. You're throwing away their tents. And you're telling them to leave, but you're not telling them where to, you're not giving them a solution. You're you're giving the solution to the homeowners that live around Echo Park, but you're not giving the solution to the homeless people that live around Echo Park. And now we have a bigger problem because now we got, you know, hundreds of homeless people that we we created this issue now. Now they have nowhere else to go. Now they're going to go down to Echo Park. I'm sorry, not Echo Park, MacArthur Park, or they're going to go come down to South Central. They're going to go to a low income area, to lower income areas, right? And now you're oversaturating that area. So I think, I think in order to solve this problem, and and hear me out here, Sam, man. Uh-huh. In order to solve this problem, is it's gonna take it's gonna take a politician to come in, come in with some balls, and says, "Look, this is the plan, and it's gonna be a ten year plan." But the problem with that is no politician wants to do that right now. Right now, every, probably not. Every politician, yeah, because every politician wants. Uh, and I was just talking to. Uh, my boy about that today where every politician wants a solution right now because I need my votes right now. I don't want to give you a solution that's going to gradually solve the homeless problem. I got to give you a solution now because I need the votes now. And the councilman for Echo Park area wants them out now because he needs those votes. Exactly. Next year's an election year. He so. needs those votes. So he wants to clean that up. The The council member in South LA, uh, whoever that is, they don't want them there because she needs those votes now. So it's kind of <laughs> like everybody's throwing their problem to the next person and nobody wants to take responsibility and say, look, this is what we need to do. And this let me is the plan. That. And then let me put some facts behind that for you real quick, just because uh, speaking about the politician, how that works. So put it this way, as far as, as the overall homelessness in just America to tell you the truth, it really is only about a little bit over half a million, about 500,000 or so or more. So it's not that many that we wouldn't be able to come up with a solution. But I think the problem is, is with the taxpayers. You know how people don't like their taxes being raised and doing this and that. To actually handle, to take care of the homeless uh, person, it's about, it takes about $35,000 for one homeless per, per homeless person. And if you're able to find housing for them, it cuts it down to less than $12,000. So it's worth it to actually put them in these homes and have them have 
transition homes. And these are some of the programs that they really should be focusing on working on them with. But right now, a lot of people are just like, just get them out of my face. Just get them out of my way. I don't want to see them in my neighborhood. I don't care what you do with them, which is inhumane in a lot of places. But some people just don't want to think that far. <laughs> There's that. Yeah. And unfortunately, unfortunately, you know what? Until we get to that problem, hey, maybe we should run for uh, for city council or some shit, man. Maybe maybe we can make a difference. Not but in until my you life get to that I point. put myself in that kind of headache, bro. <laughs> nah, there's too much. There's too much. There's, there's too much. Uh, I got too much history, man. Too many things will come out, man. Pictures and shit will start popping out and be like, I can get what out of here. I, I, I don't mind. Do that. Dude, man, anybody can get. Uh, you, you don't, you don't, you can have as much as you want. If you ain't never murdered anybody, you good. You can be high. You get away with, you get yeah. away with anything nowadays, right? Look, so at, you, look at your uh, mayor from New York, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, I'll touch Philly and he's still there. So, hey, uh-huh. so. Hey, you can get away with anything nowadays. Hey, you know what else I want to talk about today? I got, we had a murder. And, and when I say we, I said, uh, you know, the community up in Fresno, California, had a murder of one of the street vendors. So just to let the public know what's going on, to let our fans know what's going on, a street vendor in Fresno, California, supports his family. He had a 15-year-old kid, a 9-year-old, a 5-year-old, and a 1-year-old, right? Uh, married. Um, supporting his family by doing street vending, right? I think he was selling like a lotus or something. No, yeah, um, I read about that story. He's got four kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got four kids, man: a fifteen, a nine, a five, and a one. Man, really knew how to spread them out. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but he, yeah, he got he got he got shot and robbed execution style in Fresno, California. This happened about a week ago, like on on the twenty first. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It just happened not too long ago. And Broad daylight, Sunday, too. As a matter Broad of- daylight. Yep. yep. Got killed execution style. And um, there, there's a lot of anger going on in the Hispanic community. How you feel about that, man? I mean, murder? No. I don't, I, that's just, that's a no-no for me, man. Lorenzo Perez, there you go. So you got to at least give the man and his family, you feel for them. You feel for the entire Definitely. family. It's just it's, my sympathy. It's incredible. Definitely sympathies. I mean, and 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 the thing is that's worse. Do you think it was gang related or something? And by that, I don't mean like um, territorial or anything. Maybe it was some sort of uh, I don't know. Was it like say initiation? Because it was done by an eighteen-year-old kid, eighteen-year-old let kid me, who who was robbing. What, what's that something. about? Let me tell you something, man. Um, there is no OG. And for those of you who don't know, an OG is an original gangster. There's not an OG or in the, in the, in the Hispanic game called a veterano, right? But there's no OG that's going to authorize a killing of a street vendor. I, I could promise you that. I am 99.9. I'm not going to say I'm 100% sure because, you know, hell, I've been wrong before in my life. But I could tell you I'm 99.999% sure that there's not one OG out there that's going to give the green light for a young punk to kill a street vendor or a family man for no reason. I'm thinking probably that just went south. I don't think whether it had anything to do with like execution in that sense, as far as like that's what the the intention was. I think he just got way over his head and then wasn't thinking. As an 18 year old kid, you you have so much bravado. You think the world is at your is at your fingertip and to, to make that kind of decision to end a man's life and just 
completely turned his entire fortune around and his family's fortune. And that, that, that to me is incredible on its own that as a parent to think that being, not being there for your kid, a one-year-old that's never going to really know their father. Bro, at, at the end of the day, man, I'm, I'm going to tell you this much. Like you said, he, he took it upon himself. And what this young kid, 18-year-old kid, decided to end this man's life, what he didn't realize is, one, you're taking this man's life. Two, you are you just raised tensions between Black and Hispanics. You, by yourself, just raised the tension between two cultures that should be sticking together. There's that, but it, but is he black or is he half black or this? I, I really no, don't know. Was, I thought no, he, no, he his was name black. is Demarcus Vega. Yeah, I don't know if he's was he if he's black. Maybe he is. I mean, obviously from from looking at him right away. But I was going off the name and what's in the name. I mean, his last name was Vega. I don't know if he's got if he's got some mixed culture in him, different. But the Vega tells me that's generally not your typical you know, black American name or just black or any kind. It's usually probably, um, I don't know, I'm going to go out on the limb and say it's definitely not your typical American name. <laughs> well, for, yeah, well, from what I read on the news is they, they were identifying him as a black male. Mm. So, you know, once the news starts identifying, just that alone raises the tension between the two cultures. Right. And what I want to say to my Hispanic people is, trust me, there is no way... Uh, an OG authorized that. There, there, there's no fucking way. I mean, I'm, I'm not willing to put my life on it, but I'm, I'm almost positive there's no way an OG authorized that. And I could tell you one thing, man. They caught him within a couple of days. I could tell you one thing, man. That uh, he being he being turned in was not an accident. I could yeah. almost promise you that there was a lot of pressure put on him. That bro, you're gonna turn yourself in. However it happened, I'm glad that he it happened. But I can tell you this. I really, truthfully, I don't think if the community is smart enough, I think this is one of the opportunities for us to not make it about race because I don't think it should have anything to do about race. It should just be a man killed another man, which is wrong, and that man should be dealt with through justice. I totally us agree. making escalating it then what we're starting to do at this point now we're starting to hurt our community and then the vicious cycle continues we got to yep. be able to look at things for what they are it's not always about that especially when we're supposed to be working together that would be the worst move to make because then that escalates and then guess what who benefits from that the person that the people that's been oppressing you <laughs> That's who benefits from that because it's just another uh, cycle. It's just another political hack job where they can say, look what happens here. Look, got to think smarter. I totally agree with you. And I think this actually provides the opportunity for two cultures to come together and be one. Support each other in this case. Exactly. But, you know, time will tell. And to Mr. Perez and his, you know, may he rest in peace and to his family. Uh, may God bless you and our hearts go out. This is the time to turn it around and make make it better. Wow, that was some heavy stuff out of California, huh? Homelessness. Oh, man. And, wow. 
That's, oh that's, man, it, it it was uh California's coming uh coming to his own, man. We got a lot of issues, man. So we 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 just got to see where we're headed to here, man. So you know what time it is, man? Oh, I, I think I feel I know what the time is. It is, is it about forty forty? It's time forty forty advice given by that's two when grown our ass men. <laughs> given by two grown ass two wise men. The wise men. We're gonna call ourselves the wise men. The forty forty wise men. How's that? I like that. Oh, I'm already with you. I like the sounds. I like the sound of that. The forty forty wise man. It's co So, Let's go. first question from one of our loyal listeners. The question is, how do we feel about dating our friend's ex? Man, all loyal listeners be up on their relationships. It seems like every week they Maybe. got their relationship questions <laughs> that they want to drop I think because you us. know what? Because I think wait, wait, wait for the second one, man. Wait for the second question. So we'll talk about that in a minute. But I think it's because we're deep, man, and we answer deep questions. So how do we feel about dating our, would we date our best friend's ex or our friend's ex? All right. So do you want me to go first or you want to go first? On let this me one, just, Sam, let me just hit this one real quick, just because of, of two things. First of all, I know there are a lot of nuances, but right off the bat, it's got to start with no. You know what I mean? It's got to start with no. Now, I, I know so a lot straight of out people, no. Straight out, no, because I know a lot of people are going to have their own little stories and how things aren't always black and white. And, yeah, there's a little gray in area. I understand there could be some gray areas there. But the first and most important answer should always start with a no. Then you work yourself downward or however you want to look at it. Go ahead. I want to hear your part. I'll, I may add something later on, but I'm actually trying to see what what, what side of the street you're on on this one. Oh, man. I, yeah, well, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you what side of the street I am. Uh, depends. Um, th- there is no straight up answer. I mean, depends how close of a friend that is. I mean, that's my we talked about ride or dies before here on the show. So that's my ride or die. Ain't no fucking way I'm fucking this girl. His ex-girl His nope, nope, not touching her with the tempo pole. Because not going to happen. If it's a friend that I've known for a long time, um, probably not. Um, but if it's just somebody I know and it's his ex-girlfriend and I don't really kick it, ah, maybe, you know. But I'm, I'm married, so fuck. I ain't going you know, to fuck with any of my friend's exes. Yeah, but, but you've I been single, faced with that situation before in the past where so you've had to, you know, know, hey, well, off limits. <laughs> Off well, limits. you know what? When I when I was younger, I didn't know it was off limits. By the way, I didn't know the bro code. By the way, <laughs> oh come on, man! So I I do have an interesting story to tell. When I was younger in high school, man, I did have this. Uh, uh, it was a buddy of mine. I'm not really gonna call him a homie or a friend, but it was a guy I had class with, and we used to talk around and fuck around with girls. And he was shy to talk to this girl, and he told me he's like, "Hey, big heck," you know, they used to call me big heck back then too. He's like, "Hey, big heck." I remember her name, Erica, too. He's like, hey, hook me up with Erica. And I'm like, man, you want me to hook you up with her? He's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, I'll hook you up with her. So, you know, I, I start calling Erica up, right? And I, you know, this is before internet or texting, so you really had to pick up the phone and, and dial, right? Three, two, three, you know, whatever, and dial the number. <laughs> <clears throat> and, and, and I called her up and I start talking to her and I'm like, hey, so how do you feel about, uh, you know, old boy, Jose? And she'd be like, oh, well, you know, this and that. But after talking to her for so much, I'm like, man, fuck him. Hey, what about me? 
So I, I started hooking myself up with her instead of hooking him up. So, I mean, but that's the game he pulled. But I felt guilty afterwards. So I did go out with her a few times. Uh, we went on a few dates and everything. And then afterwards, after me and her kind of quit, you know, we stopped dating. She actually started dating him. And they actually ended up getting married and having kids. I wasn't invited to the wedding, which, you know, I was kind of hurt about that. You know what, though? If that if that was me, that story would never would have had a happy ending. And I'll tell you why, because I, I am against trying to hook anybody up if they can't do it themselves. Nope, I'm not doing it, bro. I am why? not doing that. I, I, I was trying to hook the brother up, man. Nope. I really was. No, nope. I, I don't do day, that. I was like. I was like, damn, you're kind of cute. So I, I decided to hook myself up. I am but not it didn't work out between me and her. Uh, but I'm evidently, him and that. her were meant to end. Yeah, you well, know, then you should have been working that angle a lot differently. Because had I been that friend, believe me, it would that that story would have not ended that way. That story so, the lesson is, <laughs> so the lesson is never ask your friend to hook you up with one of their friends. But the actual question was, can should I date? my friend's ex and you know what honestly the answer is no you yeah. should not date your friend's ex the answer is no um too too much drama is gonna happen if you're a guy you're an ass so if you're a girl you're a slut um which that's not how i feel but that's how society's gonna feel um so don't do it um nothing good could come out of it remember their ex is for a reason there's plenty of men and women out there for you to actually go out and find instead of trying to date an ex of a friend. It's that six degrees of separation. You yeah, gotta basically. keep that out. Period. So what about if your friend what about if your friend tells you, Sandman, it's okay. You could date her, man. I you, you know what? I really don't care. No, nah, man. No. It's a no for me, regardless of what it is. There's plenty. I I should be good enough in my own game, no matter how weak it is, that I can go out and just find my own. I don't need you bringing, like, hey, close proximity. I don't need none of that close proximity stuff. That's probably what Hollywood actors do nowadays. You know how they end up dating each other, two to three guys? I I, I don't want to end up in that in that type of vicious cycle. I don't like that cycle. Yeah. Alex, Alex Rodriguez, Mark Anthony, and uh, Jennifer Lopez. And then Diddy and all of them. Yeah, they're all sharing the same girl. Yeah. No. Yeah. Right, no, I, you no. know what? <laughs> yeah, you know what? It j- Just nothing's good going to come out of it because then now you put your other friends in a particular situation where they got to choose between you or them because now you're dating their ex so you're kind of fucked up for dating their ex but so i gotta choose so you're gonna lose more friends it's, it's just not a good idea i mean but that shit's it, weird it, regardless how don't you have, i mean shit i got an ego i, I can't see myself dating chick when my boy had her and then i'm sitting here like and he's looking at us and he's like yeah i know what she like and how come on man <laughs> Yo, hey, hey, oh. hey, he's going to be over there in the corner and be like, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Exactly. Uh, I was all up in that, brother. No, no sir. No, <laughs> sir. I'd rather be, I'd rather be ignorance is bliss. You know what they say. Ignorance yes. is bliss. I'd rather not know. Oh, man. There you go. No, but you know what? I totally agree with you at the end of the day. You, yeah, I mean, nothing good can come out of dating your ex. So the answer is fucking no. Do not date your ex. Yeah.
Don't keep, date your friend's ex. Le- keep this shit aside. Let them keep their own fucking drama. Because now all you're doing is you're adding to their fucking drama. And you're yeah, becoming man. part of their fucking drama. Unless you like drama and you like to fucking change friends and shit like that. Stay out of that sandbox. Stay out of that sandbox. So we got another question. So you thought that one was interesting. So you still got another relationship one. Go ahead. We got another relationship one. Do you feel once a cheater is always a cheater? I'm going to say no on that. Well, why, why Why? would you say no, Sandman? Because, man, people grow, bro. You got you to gotta, you gotta get an opportunity to grow. You learn through your mistakes and you learn through finding out what what's important to you in life. It all depends. It's different degrees of that. Now, you can play around and you can do all that stuff while you're still out there dating and whatnot, but it gets... You know the stakes get higher when you get into deeper, deeper relationship. But I, but overall, that myth, I think it's just a perpetual thing that people put out there, is just to kind of stop it from happening in the first place. But yeah, there's no such thing as one. You're telling me once you do this, you you you're always that. So if you fucked up on one thing, that's that that labels you that. So if that if that's the case, people would be getting fired on their job on the spot. <laughs> every day that, that is true that is true so i actually agree with you um no once a cheater is not always a cheater um that that that's just a myth um yes, people that's fake news people, i'm gonna call it out that's just fake news that's it is, i understand it is. why it was created but it ain't true yeah do people cheat yeah they're gonna cheat people are gonna cheat um but that doesn't mean that look first of all ladies and gentlemen, if a person cheats on you, people always say, if you were going to cheat, you should have just left her. People don't cheat because they don't love you no more. People cheat because for whatever reason, different reasons people cheat. But at the end of the day, if they cheated, they cheated. If they're still with you and they're still kissing your ass trying to be with you, that means because they love you. And people do change. People, like, like Sandman said a minute ago, people change. People change, people grow. I'm not the same man. I'm I'm 40 some years old. I'm not the same man I was 10 years ago. And I'm definitely not the same man I was 20 years ago. Right. And I'm not going to be the same man 10 years from now than I am today. I'm planning on growing and becoming a better person and learning and keep learning. Um, So, no, once you cheat, doesn't mean you're always going to cheat. And the key Um, word is once. once yeah yeah now as in one gotta, as in uno <laughs> yeah now if you got a motherfucker with a habit of of, of, of uh rich religiously cheating that's yeah. a different story that yeah. that that's a whole different story now if this motherfucker or guy or girl cheat multiple times now you got a problem yeah 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 you can't be that official line stepper no sir yeah <laughs> No, if, if he's cheating every other month, yeah, no, you need to move on. Or if she's cheating every other month or every other week, you need to move on. Yeah, that person ain't got your best interest at all at hand whatsoever. <laughs> exactly. So there's two types, right? The guy or girl that cheated and learned their lesson and you know what? I fucked up. I love you, baby. You know, hey, you're the world to me. And then you got the guy that cheated. You forgave him. And he turned around and did it again. And I know motherfuckers like that, by the way. I, I know motherfuckers that cheat, 
get forgiven, turn around and cheat the very next week. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? That that that's a guy that does not deserve you or a girl that does not deserve you. It all depends. Um, you know how this it's like in this world, you got many different degrees of everything. You got petty larceny, you got grand theft larceny, you got all these different things. I mean even murder, right? You got exactly murder, second degree murder. So <laughs> yeah. shit, you got you got different degrees of cheating. Shit. Ain't ain't nothing Simple one and that. done. There's nothing one and done like once you this, you that. It doesn't work that way. I don't know. Whoever Whoever created that, I understand the thought behind it. I understand what you were getting at because it's a sacred thing. It absolutely is it's something that you should never even try to head but, in that road to do. But, but you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this, man. I'm going to say this. I, I agree with you on that, but I'm also going to say this. You got to ask yourself a question as a man or a woman. You got to look in the mirror and you got to ask yourself this question. Do I love this person enough to forgive them? Yes, sir. In the end, and it all comes down with what are you yes. willing to deal with? What are you willing to accept? Exactly. If you could accept it and forgive that person and move on, then yeah, go go for it. And, and I'm talking about you. I ain't talking about your mama. I ain't talking about your brother. I ain't talking about your sister. I ain't talking about your cousin, your friend, your friend's friend. I'm talking about you. Are you willing to forgive this person and move on? Don't get anybody involved. It's between you in that person, not, not your, not your, uh, not your mama, not your daddy, not your brother, not your sister, not your cousin, your second cousin, third cousin, fourth cousin is between you and him or you and her. That's it. You got to first think, is this toxic? Cause there's no substitute for that. If it's toxic, then hey. there's, there's no, there's no amount of soul searching that's going to tell you, Oh yeah, this is for me. Remember hey, back hey, to what Sam we man. talked about that. Sam, man, so, so, some, some people like toxic shit, though, man. Some people like that toxic relationship. Yeah, well, you leave that shit for like... Uh, when man, that's, that? some crazy, that's some crazy motherfuckers. <laughs> 50 Shades shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 50 Shades of Grey. And, <laughs> and you know, that's the reason why it's in a book. <laughs> <laughs> now, hey, hey, I don't know, man. I, I, I know some people that are like, me, pero no me dejes, which basically means hit me, but don't leave me. You know, hey, women are into this shit nah, nowadays, hey, man. Hey, trying to live that that drama life because you only live once and then you only got about 70 <laughs> years of your life if you really think that you want to put that kind of men mental stress on you by all means go i i i'm not about that man i'm about yeah, you know to what? live nice i'm totally with you honestly leave that talk to shit alone um no you know keep it between you two and if you're able to forgive that person because you love them that much and forgive them it's okay it's okay honestly i'm telling you tell them big heck told you it's okay to forgive them yeah it's okay to move on from this but so also that's... big heck is telling you if that motherfucker does it or that girl does it more multiple times you need to get the fuck out of there yeah all right listen to sure. big heck that's our 40 40 that's our 40 40 40 40 with two wise men Look at man. that, man. That was, I, that, hey, I like that one, man. I like the 4040 with two wise man. We just keep it going. It's about time for your FML, fuck my life. I think it's about that time. Because you know how we love ending it with that. So it's time for fuck my life with Big Heck. You know what, Sam, man? I, th I, think, I, I think we need to tell the editors to put a little bit of music as we ease, ease into it, man. It's like fuck my life with Big Heck. Maybe they could do that. We might have to ask for that. 
But you know what? All right. Here's one of the reasons why I love listening to the front of my life because this is not part of any production whatsoever. I'm not in it. I don't get to hear it. So every reaction that y'all hear from me is straight on organic. It is right from the dome. It's today. So sitting pretty. What you got? So you ready for Fuck My Life with Big Heck? Here it goes. Today, my friend called me saying she was gathering all her girlfriends for a girl's night out. I was thrilled. I was excited with the idea and started to think of what I was going to wear. She then asked me if I would mind watching her kids. Fuck my life. (laughs) (laughs) So she's not part of the group. (laughs) That's fucked up, dude. I'm always laughing. See, that is, that is fucked up. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, I, man. I read it before and I still laugh on this one, man. <laughs> so you just found out <laughs> that you ain't part of the girls. You basically just found out that that's not your friend. Yeah, come take that. care. Wow. Come take care of the kids, man. Yeah, come take yeah, that, yeah. That, 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 uh, that is fucked up. That's a, that's a that fuck is, you and fuck my life that's what that is so so was that a fuck my life moment or uh get over it no man no it's a fuck my life moment you kidding me <laughs> shit all right all right you ready for the next one you ready for the last one she was thinking about what to wear <laughs> <laughs> dude she was already making plans she was excited man the girl was excited yes sir she was gonna go out dude she was excited but you know that, that totally fucked my life I, I think i'm gonna take a vote on that I think we're gonna take a vote on that one with our audience this week. That that's a that's a that's a for sure. It, it might just win tonight's uh, f my life uh, story, but I bet you got more. Fuck my life with big heck. Today, my husband dropped me off at work. Ten minutes later, I got a text saying, "I just dropped the bitch off, and I'll be there in a few minutes, baby. Miss you." I, I asked him about it. He said, "I don't know what you're talking about, Megan. My name isn't Megan. Not even close." Fuck my life. <laughs> See, I was going to try to be funny and be like, are they talking about, do they have like uh, a dog that he was taking to the to the vet? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, 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 pretty th- I'm pretty sure it's safe to assume that, that she was the bitch in this situation, the wife. Uh, that is fucked up, dude. Okay, that so is we, fucked up. So we're not that, talking that about a female up, dog. Man. Okay, I got you. Nah. Yeah, I think, I think he was uh, dropping off... Um, I think he was telling his girlfriend that he just dropped off the wife. So how gangster is that, that the other person, the other chick that we assume that's what that is, knows about the other chick, but is all cool with that? I don't think she's cool, man. Because, I mean, one, one, one is oblivious to what's going on. And the other one is like, yeah, you drop her off and you come home to mama. Dude. That 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 is crazy, man. Can you imagine? <laughs> but you know what? I've done shit like that before. Not 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 with another girl, uh, but I've done shit like that. Like uh, you know, my mom will piss me off or something, and I think I'm texting my wife, and I'll text some fucked up shit about my mom to my wife, and then my mom's like, "What you say?" And I'm like, "Oh shit!" And Ooh. you know, now there's yeah, dude. I be I be I've been in trouble. I've been I'm a forty year old man in trouble. It's kind of like, like nah, mom. Nah, mom, I didn't. I didn't say that. I didn't mean that. Nah, I ain't talking about you. Yo, it's these Texans be like so hot I, I mics, did. man. It's like you be on the hot, hot mic. Oh, man, who you telling? 
who you telling? So it's happened to me. So, uh, you know, I don't know what this guy's name is, but you can't be texting your wife that you're that you just dropped a bitch off when your wife's the one you just dropped off. Mm. Can't yeah, be that, doing that. that that's, and that's, then that's, you can't call your wife Megan if her name's not Megan. Damn, he's just he's just going down all kinds of wrong paths. Yeah, dude, you guys just got to be careful, man. Got to be careful. But that was fuck my life. I'm going to be like, his life is fucked up. That's what just happened. <laughs> yeah, his life was, hey, man, totally fucked up. Totally fucked up, man. Hey, you know what? I, I know it's towards the end of the show. I forgot to give up one shout out, man. Bring him on. Bring him on. So I got to give a shout out to Charlie Jesus and Big Bad Linwood, California, man. What kind of man? Tell me that's not a badass name. Charlie that is a badass name. Does he go by Jesus, though? Or that's just straight uh, up Jesus? You know what? I don't know. He might go by Charlie J. CJ, man. He might go by CJ, man. He, he a bad cat. He's you know, out when, in Linwood, man. Oh, forget the acronyms. I'll be like, call me Charlie Jesus. Don't call me CJ. Just go straight up with Charlie G. I got hey, a name like that. that. Ain't no acronym being told. <laughs> fuck that. Fuck that. Call me God. <laughs> on that note, man, you know what? On that note, I think we need to be out. Why don't you tell our fans what they can find? Yeah, let's go that, with that, man. man. So hit us up on the gram. It's the underscore hectic underscore hour. And, of course, you know, we got the Twitter. So let's get send us a few of your own FMLs and see if y'all got some kind of hang hat on this week so you know what you know what you know what you know what i i I was looking through my stuff fuck that i'm gonna make a challenge okay i was looking through my stuff i i got a 25 dollar target gift card sitting in in my supplies for the best fuck my life story that i get on ig let's do it box me story we'll announce a winner this week if if we get one if we get one we'll be hearing it all week so i got 25 we'll put it in the mail for you so a $25 Target gift card for the best fuck my life. What do you think about that, Sammy? I like that. I like that. Here's another couple of ways that they can get that to us. If y'all, you can hit us up at, uh, of course, on Gmail, and that's hectichour at Gmail. So I'll, I'm looking forward to hearing that. And lastly, tweet us tweet us at hectichour. It's been good. It's been fun. Don't forget to follow us. Yes, sir. Enjoy Houston, Peace man. Peace out. Later.